In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing Out Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Executioner Matt. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Xander. How are you? Fantastic. Today uh, <laughs> is, I think we're going to be doing something a little, little different. I want to kind of talk about, before we got into the chapters, kind of some of the experience of reading this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. Well, <laughs> what is your experience thus far? So you can you can say yay or nay this. But part of the idea of me reading it and then having to stop was to kind of mimic the the feeling of people 20 years ago reading One Piece for the first time. And they didn't have a next chapter to flip through. They just needed to the feeling of the story to propel them forward and to have to wait. Uh, Yeah, it's a way to help simulate that, right? Like. To get you on those certain cliffhangers and make you wait. It sucks. <laughs> Imagine how everyone feels every week when they are at, at the, the current chapter. So the, these chapters are fairly liminal in the story of One Piece, I feel. And you can kind of yay or nay that. But I, I feel like it was a fairly like fairly liminal chapters like these are the transition between one saga to another yeah yeah this is the ending of the east blue saga and into a whole new saga which is yeah it's gonna be very different so i i want to turn the page because i know that there's something next yeah well you can't no your your dark magics bind me (laughs) so i i i have a a big appreciation uh, now for people who have to actually sit through this stuff. And I mean, I've I've read lots of manga monthly and weekly, you know, throughout time. But it's just it's it's one feeling to, like, hit the end of what's out for something. And another to you've hit the end, but you know that you can go forward like, you know, that there's more. It's like. <laughs> It's like when the next season is confirmed and you're just waiting for the next season to come out. It, You know it's right there. They have it. So I just, I just wanted to, to talk a little bit about that before we jumped into the chapters. Yeah. And speaking of chapters, which chapters are you covering this week, Matt? We're covering just chapters 97 to 100 uh, with a Rogue Town arc. Uh, just... You know, just just four chapters, but they're very they're very dense in terms of what's inside them. So I'm going to try and cover what I can uh, and I'll let you point out the million things I missed. (laughs) Uh, I am I am, of course, pointing out the things that I thought I really needed to share with the listeners. Uh, So my assessment of what's important might be different than your assessment of what's important. I mean, it it always will be, but you know that's that's the that's the good fun part of One Piece. We get to pick what is our like what's important to us about One Piece. What's the most important things to pick? And I'll just make sure you pick the correct ones. <laughs> well, 
chapter 97 we have uh in rogue town the town that uh where gold roger both began his journey and was executed uh where the golden age of piracy began uh we have luffy paying pilgrimage to roger's execution scaffold in this rare moment of introspection which i thought was pretty cool he's like staring at the platform thinking and like uh we we don't get too much of his thought process at first we just have the image of him staring at the scaffold it's kind of a kind of a cool panel uh we we then have zolo's adventures in buying swords <laughs> he's trying to buy these swords and the the sword owner uh sees that the the sword he that Zolo has, the one he got from Quina, is some legendary sword, the Wado Ichimonji, the straight road of peace, and tries to, you know, buy it off. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll give you like uh two two swords for that. Sure, why not? Give you give you three swords. And then the the swordswoman who who looks like Quina, uh only with glasses, she shows up and she's like, Wow, one of the twenty-one great swords uh, and she has what sounds like a great sword as well. It's it's a named sword called Autumn Rain. And she's like, oh, so you use three swords, just like that Zolo guy. Man, isn't it despicable how he uses swords to make money? Yeah. <laughs> Zoro's like broke as shit. What money does he make? <laughs> Technically correct. He doesn't. It's she has the facts wrong. Zolo doesn't really make much money. The shop owner drops this hint that Captain Smoker, a devil fruit user, had has taken over the town and business has kind of dropped since. Uh, and the swordswoman says that she wants to gather all the named swords. And we get this lore bit of there are 12 supreme swords, 21 excellent swords, of which one is Zolo's, and 40 fine swords. And she's like, oh, she just wants them to be safe. So it's fine for Zolo to keep his. Cause he's, he's clearly a good guy. Clearly a good guy. In the, in the bargain barrel, literally bargain barrel, uh, Zolo finds one of the 40 fine swords, the Kitetsu the Third. Kitetsu the Third. It's in the discount peril because apparently it's cursed. And the shopkeeper is. Uh, Zolo could just tell that the sword was cursed by looking at it. Uh, the girl read it, pulled out a book, identified the sword, and saw in the book it was cursed. Wanted to point out that detail. Zolo could just tell. Um, yeah, Zoro knows swords. He looks at the sword and he's like, "That's a good sword. That's a fine sword." Yeah, he he's going to be the best swordsman, the greatest swordsman in the world. He's gonna know what's you know he he has to know what when a sword is cursed at a glance, right? Like he has to. Right. Else, how is he gonna be the greatest? Anyway, the the sword the shop owner is so impressed with Zolo's cojones that uh, he gives him a, another fine sword, uh, Yubashiri, the snow chaser. So Solo's got three swords now: two, one uh, excellent sword, and two fine swords. You you skipped over what he did with the cursed sword. Oh yeah, he he like to prove that the sword like he's capable of wielding the cursed sword. He like throws it in the air and like sticks out his arm and like uh, does this cool move of like rolling his arm across the blade, like proving that he's able to handle it. It won't cut him. Yeah, yeah. The sword dodges his arm. <laughs> 
like magic you're like oh fuck it's gonna cut it like um how they portray it in the anime is very good yeah. like they just do it really well like it's really well animated it looks really cool but like it's a it's such a fucking power movie he just throws it up he sticks out his arm he's like if it cuts my arm off i guess like i guess i'll just use two swords <laughs> yeah he's like i guess i don't need that i don't need a third sword if it cuts my arm off uh like, yeah what a badass Yes, I didn't know how much we wanted to highlight that. Yeah, it's again, it also shows like Zolo's sword proficiency. Not only uh, his proficiency, the the fact that the sword is is possibly cursed, right? We have no real proof to determine if it is cursed, but assuming it is uh, because it's better to assume something is how it is at face value until proven otherwise uh, when it comes to One Piece, it prove it shows that Z Zoro has really good luck. So the others are shopping. Uh, you know, they're buying buying fish, that kind of stuff. And Alvita shows up. <laughs> I told you she would return. But now she's beautiful and slim and deadly because she has eaten the slip slip devil fruit. Uh, and we were we kind of glossed over a bit back about the covers that we're showing like the progress of, of Buggy's crew getting back together. Mm -hmm. We saw her on those uh, on those covers in this form, so it wasn't obvious it was Alvita, but we, we did know that a woman who looked like this was in Buggy's crew. Uh, but now yeah. we know, oh, hey, that was actually Alvita post-Devil Fruit. Uh, we have a uh, Kabaji is around, but in the, in the background, I was very upset when I first saw that in the background we did not have returning cast favorite character Lionel Richie. We got to have some other characters have some spotlight, okay? Lionel Richie cannot <sighs> always steal the show. To be fair, he 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 does steal the show later. We'll get to that. I just mm -hmm. at the time I was upset he wasn't there. Yeah. And I I want to point but that out that I, I looked and I noticed. <laughs> and it's actually a nice bit of continuity. He's not in the background because he's doing something else. He's doing something else. He's a busy boy. So, <laughs> so let's yeah. continue. What's everybody uh, up to? Yeah. You said buying shrimp, buying They're stuff. Buying stuff. Um, the Alvita and Buggy's crew, they show up to Luffy monkeying around on the scaffold because Luffy's decided to climb the scaffold. So they're they're all about to start a fight. Yeah, the, the scaffolding that gold roger uh, got executed on that scaffolding just to be clear like it's not just a random scaffolding it is the scaffolding the executioner scaffolding yes so we have we cut to captain smoker and petty officer tashigi oh hey it's the swordswoman from earlier and they're gonna go break up the fight and the rest of the straw hats hear the commotion they're going as well and we get the second time since arriving in Rogue Town where Nami predicts rain. It's like, while walking around earlier, she was like, huh, I think it's going to rain. We better hurry. It's going to rain. And now she's like, it's it's going to rain, guys. I it's wonder if it's going to rain. rain. It, it might. It might. So because it's going to rain, Nami and Usopp head to the ship to secure it and be ready to go. Zolo and Sanji head to the square. And Lion L. Ritchie returns. Moji the Lion Tamer, way more serious, with like a new hat and this like five o'clock shadow beard, uh, are on their way to go burn down the ship. So Luffy uh, proclaims uh, to all of Rogue Town 
even like bu buggy is just like putting him in the executioner scaffold uh and Lu while luffy's busy like making this whole like i'm gonna be king of the pirate speech and realize and like like he he doesn't get that like they're coming like they're trying to kill him yeah like like he is in like one of those uh um like i don't know what they're called i just call them like the guillotine bars where like your head and arms are like locked in like the wooden thing and buggy's like haha any last words he's like oh, i'm gonna be king of the pirates <laughs> and like not realizing like he's going he has no qualms he's like i'm not dying here i'm becoming king of the pirates i can't die <laughs> he, just, he just doesn't believe that this is happening um especially with bucky who is a joke <laughs> i mean he, uh, he's he's going to do it he's going to cut luffy's head off with a sword so so sanji and zolo won't uh get to him in time uh and luffy laughs like oh that's oh sorry oh looks like it might be my time to die oh this one <laughs> yeah, was a mistake like, oh. guys sorry <laughs> uh smoker is like oh you know this reminds me of the last time I saw someone laugh at the scaffold. There was one other dude. Uh, anyway, uh, he tells his men to move in and like break this up when a bolt of lightning from the storm burns down the scaffold and frees Luffy. And it's raining now. Uh, so the Straw Hats, they all start to make a run for it. Uh, and Smoker has decided, uh, you know... The last man he knew who laughed at his own execution was Gold Roger, and he has vowed to capture the Straw Hats. So, Smoker is so cool. Buggy turns into he. Well, we'll get to to the recurring thing at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Buggy turns into a, a into a buggy, a car. <laughs> of course, <laughs> he can do that. And it's so good. All it takes is his crew taking an engine that apparently they carry around with him and putting the engine block in to turn him into a car. I Okay. I'm just going to go with that. Uh, and Smoker uses um, his power to smother Buggy's crew, asking for his own bike. He has no time to waste on Small Fry. Uh, Alvida and Buggy are hit with these prison bullets that disable their devil fruit powers. So apparently those are a thing that I guess. Yeah. So uh, so there Morgan's are nets and have. rocks. So this is our first introduction to a material. I don't think it's mentioned what it's called. It's not. If they're just called prison bullets, we don't have anything there uh, they, on it yet. Yeah, they get captured in like these nets. But um, there the, there's a thing for it, and it's really cool. Um, which I think we get a name for it later on down the road. But that is something I have something been to spoiled know. on. So. okay so you know about them yeah and it's that's fine it's just like a cool like oh yeah that's that's a cool way that's a cool thing to limit people with devil fruit powers like this is neat it makes sense i didn't know there were bullets though i mean it, it makes sense that there are but that seems pretty easy if you can just shoot someone and boop no devil fruit anymore um, well, well what they shot at them were were nets like a net bullet like they weren't just bullets they're they're nets oh the bullets turned into the nets okay yeah yeah because you can see in the panel like they're covered in a net yeah i thought they were just captured afterwards okay much more sense uh so anyway uh richie and moji are unable to burn down the ship because rain uh rain stops fire imagine that so uh usopp takes out uh moji and richie 
he beans Moji on the head, like knocking him out. Uh, but uh, Richie uh, manages to escape getting hit. But the thing is that Usopp was using his new egg stars, using the eggs he made, uh, he picked up at the market earlier. And so he, he it, it hits in front of Richie, and Richie just like goes down, like sniffs it, and just starts eating like the egg. So he's effectively been neutralized, but that's because he got the snacks. I just I just like the fact that we didn't actually hurt Richie. Because Luffy was abusive to animals, but Usopp Usopp did not hurt the animal. <laughs> Usopp didn't hurt animal. Uh Tashigi gets in the the straw the straw hats getting um heading to the ship, Solo, Sanji, and Luffy. Uh she gets in the way, upset at uh Zolo's deception that he's actually the a, a pirate. Uh, and as uh, the two of them clash, uh, Luffy has to drag Sanji away, who's very upset at how unchivalrous uh, Zolo is for fighting a woman. And Zolo beats Tashigi, but doesn't kill her. And she's like, are you not going to kill me because I'm a girl? It's like, no, it's look, it's because you look like my childhood friend. And that's giving me very complicated feelings. <laughs> he straight up just says it it's so good yeah he, it's just he doesn't say it's giving me very he doesn't say it's giving me complicated feelings but it's because you look like my childhood friend and i'm just i'm very curious as to like if there's a reason Tashigi looks like his friend his child like kuina grown up if there's like a similar island thing a similar heritage thing i'm i'm very curious where that it's just uh it's just symbolism it's metaphor it's also it's to keep zoro to have a nemesis the nemesis who died and so there's another nemesis that is just apparently one-to-one visually looks the same and also has a thing for swords and is also a very competent swordswoman except when she has mihawk drops clap mihawk is on a nemesis mihawk is a goal Mihawk is an obstacle to become the greatest that's not a nemesis don't you mean a rival like this we get to no, nah, Nemesis rival, whatever, same thing. You know, she is the Gary Oak to Zoro's Ash. Like Buggy is a nemesis, but not a rival. Buggy's a clown. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't have a response to that. <laughs> like, like you think you think Buggy's a nemesis to anybody on the Straw Hats? Like, no, nah, he's just a clown. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing for that. All right. <laughs> so, so Smoker catches up to them and he sends his smoke um his smoke at them. Uh his special smoke devil fruit stuff. So Sanji's kick and Luffy's punch pass through him, and then he solidifies the smoke and they're they're caught. Uh so enter Dragon. So this like random dude shows up with like tattoos does this big wind blast blowing smoker away and everyone like escapes in the confusion and uh smoker and buggy afterwards both uh swear to pursue luffy and go after him to the grand line uh in the straw hats get on their ship they go pat and they they the chapter ends with them passing the lighthouse that marks the start of the grand line and each of them has a panel where they repeat their dream and it's like the end of chapter 100 and what uh, are their dreams matt what are their dreams uh their dreams you don't know them do you do i need to tell you <laughs> do i need to recite them 
Sanji is going to find the all blue. Luffy is going to be king of the pirates. Zolo is going to be the world's greatest swordsman. Nami is going to draw a map of the world. Usopp is going to be a brave warrior of the seas. And they make their oath that they're going to fulfill their dreams by all putting their legs on a barrel. The pirate way. I, I guess that's the pirate way. I I don't know. Yeah, a barrel, a barrel of rum. I can't say what is their pirate, though. Their pirate way. Believe it. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, I'm sorry, we only get one. <laughs> <laughs> you only get one and you used it. I know, and I used it. That's why I had to remind you that there's only we only get one. <laughs> so I could use it. Just wait till you hear the intro to this whole our whole podcast because it has been composed as of today. It has yet to, but it will start off with screaming, gotta go. So I hear I hear that every hundred chapters in One Piece always ends with something special. Uh yeah, yeah, typically. I think so far that's been the case. Like that's like a, a pattern to look forward to. And this one, obviously, it's they're they're entering the grand line. You know, we're we're leaving the starter town. We're going to Yeah, yeah. Let's do that and not fucking dragon. We mentioned dragon. Yeah. But dragon, you're like, oh yeah, the the special thing. The special thing is fucking dragon. <laughs> like we already knew they're going to the grand line. And they're now heading toward the entrance of the, so, the grand line, whatever that could be. But like dragon is the special part of chapter 100. The reveal of uh, dragon. Who's dragon? Why? Why did he save the straw hats? He's a rebel, apparently. And the straw hats were uh, they seemed to be ancillary to his. I'm going to mess things up uh, approach. Yeah, but who's dragon? Why did they save the straw hats? And why did Luffy not look? What do you mean? Why did Luffy not look? Luffy, Luffy doesn't know who saved him. Yeah. Why did Luffy not look? Uh, he he just didn't. I don't know. He just did, it. You'll you'll understand my frustration whenever uh, uh, the dragon's full name gets revealed, and also we get to see more dragon, which is like hundreds of chapters late. <laughs> like like legitimately, I think we won't see dragon or hero mentioned for hundreds of chapters. <laughs> But they're very cool. Trust me. <laughs> they're very cool. Um, but we get to see like what Dragon can do. He can do he he can be like Aang and blow wind around. Maybe yeah. more. And like it's it actually is I, I read right, he I, I rewrite it is actually he does specifically mention uh, not getting in the way uh, like for when smokers like why are you letting that guy go it's like I'm not going to get in the way of another man's voyage yeah so like dr dragon knows things what does dragon know what let's the find fuck, out dragon? <laughs> let's find out and never I mean I've I've heard I have heard a theory and I'm trying to keep it out of this this speculation because it's it's definitely a theory I shouldn't even have at all at this point I think probably um, not i mean with, with as much information as we have as the theory i probably shouldn't have so i'm just not gonna say it uh redacted uh, redacted but yeah so now everyone is chasing to the grand line what 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 are the first chapters of the grand line xander that we are going to read oh 
You're going to read an entire arc next. Chapters 101 to 105 are your uh, assignment. Another short arc? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. the getting into the Grand Line. You thought you thought getting in the Grand Line was easy? Nah, boy, it's five chapters long, apparently. Huh. Well, that must have been a long month for people reading. <laughs> uh, it's 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 very good. It's very good. You'll meet the best character. That ties into the next best character, uh, which then like leads into like the bestest best character. But Lionel Richie is already on his nah, way to nah, chase this after is, the straw hat. This this character is already the best. Like you'll be you'll meet this character and you'll be like, "Yep, they're better than Lionel Richie. They're the best. They're they're the greatest. They are the rabbit the, girl." No, we're not even anywhere near that character. We are nowhere near that character. She's also very great. She's very good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll see in five chapters. You'll be like, oh, fuck, this is really good. But yeah, next reading assignment is 101 to 105. We're now in the triple digits, baby. Triple digits. Next stop, quadruple digits. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost there we're gonna be at chapter a thousand at some point oh lord all of you all oh. of you reading along with us listening along with us uh welcome to the first the completion of the first leg of the journey glad to have you aboard east blue has been completed we are now into alabasta this is the alabasta saga okay. this is the alabasta saga and that that ends with crocodile maybe stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned so matt before we before we end this do you have any any like theories crafting up any any like things that you're like hmm maybe this is a thing in the world of one piece or maybe this character is going to maybe do this like like what well, are you i'm definitely about? betting that one of uh the mihawk sword is one of the 12 definitely betting that is one of the, the 12, 12 supreme, the 12 supremes maybe we actually don't know uh like if mihawk sword is any at least i don't know i don't think it's been revealed but we don't have a lot of info on mihawk still but that's a very good one i don't i i've never even heard anybody consider that but granted i i think a lot of people might have assumed i did not assume that so maybe that's actually exciting what if it is a 12 or, or at least one of the the special kind of swords one of the three like um ranges yeah i mean it it, it felt like that was a very interesting lore dump what if it's a little knife is one of the 12 <laughs> it's a little knife i could i could imagine his little knife luckless being one of the 40 um, <laughs> it could be one of the 40 i mean the 40 are, are are like enough to be like in the bargain barrel of a sword shop um it they they just seem to be just lying around but i think it's i think it was implied that uh tashigi's sword was one of the 21 um it has a name i i don't think I don't remember them. Actually. I tried to the, uh, Amber Rain. Yeah, the Amber Rain. I, I think they didn't specifically say it was one of the excellence, um, but she names her sword um, and it's and she brings it up when uh, when we first see Zolo's sword before they go into the explanation of the three types of swords. 
So I'm 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 gonna just go ahead and assume that it's the same grade as uh as Zoro's piece. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um. I I also don't know that. Like a lot of the items in One Piece, like the gear people carry, it's not the things I think about yet. They always they play a, like like there's a lot of items that play important roles in the show, and I always overlook them. Yeah, I I feel like the swords, the the fact that we got this lore dump about the swords right before going to the Grand Line, to me it feels like it's going to be something that, especially wherever Zolo's concerned, will keep popping up along his story arc. Yeah. Where when we encounter when we encounter powerful sword users, it or they might someone have... gets an upgrade. Like if Kabaji gets an, an upgrade to his sword, it will probably be one of these um seventy-three swords. Maybe we'll have to see. That's something for us yeah. to, to stay tuned and, and keep an eye out for in the yeah. nine hundred plus chapters of One Piece. And then obviously we went from rarely seeing other devil fruit users at all, like pretty much just having buggy and luffy to mm-hmm. now there's like four devil fruit five devil fruit users in the same panel where devil fruit users uh seem like they are going to rapidly increase in appearance which makes sense because the grand line is where they're from but the east blue was so devoid of other devil fruit users that i'm interested to see how that changes the stakes of the fights it's very cool um, there's a lot of really interesting devil fruit powers and some characters use them very uniquely and they're very cool. I'm very excited for you to see some like, like there's, uh, one specific arc that has a really cool, some really cool devil fruit stuff in it that I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait for you to get to, but, but so far we've only seen, yeah, a handful of devil fruit users and we got to see our first new kind of devil fruit. Um, we don't have the, we, we, it has not been revealed so far, so I'm not going to say the different types. Yeah, we, of we, have, we haven't seen the types. I've heard the types. Yeah, um, I, I, a lot yeah, of people probably not heard for us. types. Yeah. But we got to see the first like unique one, which is Smoker. Smoker seems to be very different compared to what we've seen before, because so far we've only seen people like either. Is is their he bodies the, the super? Is he the super type? He might be. It's a yeah, is he? he is. Yeah, he I is. mean, okay. I mean, there's, there's I, three like, I kinds. Think, yeah, there, there's. I'll just go ahead very, and say there's there's Zoan Paramecium Logia. I didn't I didn't yeah, get the feeling zone. immediately that his fruit functioned instantly differently than Luffy's. Like it doesn't it doesn't imply that they're working off different power sets or power sources. Like in terms of like tier, it, it does. So. Um, and this is cool. This is a cool thing. So we see Smoker not only his body becoming smoke, but he's able to create it as well. Luffy's only able to have his body be rubber. He can't create rubber. Um, but there, because we've seen such a small smattering of the Devil Fruit users, we don't have. I feel. I feel like at this point, there's not enough to draw conclusions that this. They're, like there, there aren't any rules at this point. Yeah, the the rules have not been uh, openly stated, or or limitations fully shown, which is super fine. I think Smoker Smoker I think is one of the is a really cool character. I I like Smoker's introduction because he's kind of a dick. We kind of see like what he's kind of about. He's you know he's like I'm going to take over Rogue Town as the Marine. Right? He he's being like the first Marine we met, which was um morgan captain morgan yeah and then he's like you know what 
fuck this straw hat boy fuck rogue town i'm going to abandon my post use my inflex my my power of being you know uh whatever rank he is in the in the marines i, I forget yeah captain smoker and he just leaves he just does what he wants he had he'll he'll head out with his uh swordswoman next to him which they're such a fun fun duo and like we don't get to see them much for a, a while unfortunately we get to see them a little bit in the net in this upcoming saga for a little while which are, it's very cool but um there's an arc where they're a bit more prominent in their interaction is just is just really good I, I really hate the fact that we get some good characters, but we don't see them often <laughs> enough. <laughs> but I mean that that's fair. Like this is a big world we're exploring with the with the straw hats, right? Like we get to see all that stuff uh come into play. So you could be frustrated with me with seeing cool new characters, because I mean granted, and I'll have to express it as I don't see them yeah not knowing when they return my frustration is i know when and where they return and i know how long it'll take (laughs) and your frustration is just like i mean they're kind of they're just new characters i don't see what's up and then once you get to you'll be like i should have been frustrated (laughs) you just don't know you just don't know okay you don't get it it's not a phase mom (laughs) i don't get it okay one piece ain't a phase it's a lifestyle <laughs> I, we've, it's a way of got, life we've got a thousand chapters to go so oh fuck so many all right so we'll set sail into the grand line and we will see all of y'all next week to review and cover chapters 101 to 105 a vast wait i think a vast is a greeting uh ahoy Damn it. wait no <laughs> Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. To check out more of Birdie's amazing music, be sure to follow them on Twitter at HeyIt'sBirdie and check out their works on Spotify. I'm a big fan of the album VIMP. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas.